Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Thanks for coming, George. It's nice to have you on. Um, for those who... You two are really good. Nobody will not. Yeah, so... I, he... love, I love how he's trying to be genuine. I know. <laughs> yeah. The way that he's just been talking to you I enjoyed podcast. that moment, though. I really did, like... Again. No, no, George is one that, like... I, I, I met George in college, so we were saying on um, Chanel Creswell's podcast, um, you guys will have heard it a couple of weeks ago, we recorded it earlier on today, but I was saying, like, with Tomo and Chanel, because obviously I met them doing this as England when yeah, I was 15... Yeah. I've now known them longer than I haven't known them. Yeah. And that's probably coming up <coughs> close with you. Watch the mic. Oh, no, sorry, mate. That's probably coming up close yeah, with yeah. you because we met at college at 17, 18. Uh, no, 16. No, no, 16. 16, yeah. 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 You were a little bit older because you were, you were one of the dumb ones who had to do three years. <laughs> <laughs> you failed, failed shit in school. Yeah, and had to, you know what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it's gone from, yeah, thanks coming back. So you were, <laughs> you were a mature you were student. Let's bastard. go back. There we go. Well, this is what I mean. Yeah. Don't, let, don't let him in. Come He's going to knock the Sorry, fucking mic. I remember my yeah. first podcast. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually done multiple podcasts. <laughs> but no, no. I, and obviously met doing an acting course at yeah, City yeah. College in Manchester. And well, we were kids. Yeah, and we became we good babies, mates, man. We? Like, yeah, yeah, we, we, we did. We became really good mates. Well, I think what helped us is because we were both like council estate lads and we had that affiliation to Withenshaw. Yeah. Because my nana lived in Withenshaw, which is a stone throw from where you live. So I think that... I think that brought attachment on on an early onset at college because we had that uh, we had that we had we, you know we were familiar with our surroundings, weren't we, of where we lived? Mm. So that mm. was quite nice. I, I, do I like you now? Probably still not. But yeah, I'm still uh, warming uh, to you. Yeah, we're still getting <laughs> like, to you. You two off podcast off the off the air was like you was bad. We love each other. I'm a bit pissed off. It stopped. <laughs> Me and George did it. We, what we're getting here. Yeah, we did it. It'll come. We did a chat, didn't we, at um, one of the, the universities, the, the M- was it M- uh, MST. MST University, yeah, yeah. Um, a few weeks ago, where we were talking to the third year drama students about like life in the industry, mm. and we literally spent the two hours just slagging each other off. Basically, that's what... I thought you were going to say spent two hours slagging the industry. No, oh, each yeah. other. No, there was none of that, was it? No, no. Ooh. Honestly, yeah. there was none of that. No, no, we want work. <laughs> Come on, let's exploit everything. Let's how's, just get it all out there. How's work been? Because yeah, you've, you've been a busy boy. 
Yeah, but a slow burner, like, my early years weren't busy. The starting, like, last couple of years now are getting busy. But as you two know, like, it's in trips. It's weird with our business. No, I wouldn't know, mate. I mean, I'm fucking non-stop. Cut. You're <laughs> always in the, I'm sick of seeing your face on everything. Like, oh, for fuck's sake, again. Uh, <laughs> no, no. God, I wish that was true. No, I loved it, all this is England stuff. And I've watched quite a lot of your work, actually, and yours, Andy. And I was, you know, with the walking. You've watched both of his things, have you? Yeah. All what he's done. I'd listen to his little cartoon. No, I loved it. No, I, um... Um, it's uh, yeah, the biggest the cartoon on CBBS, but yeah, little. I um, mean, Blue is bigger, so. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's the second biggest. Suppose if you can, you've got to sell your voice, Andy. That's what you've got to do when people don't want to see you. They just want to hear you. <laughs> yeah. So it's easier. It's I've got a face for radio. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Trips and traps, you know, it's ups and downs always. And, and at the moment, I'm in a good spree, but I'm under no illusions that that can stop at any minute. But that's quite an exciting thing, though. I mean, yeah. it's, you say it's exciting, but it's like... It isn't <clears> so you've got a mortgage. Yeah, of course. But uh, when you when you are working... But that's what keeps it so... That's what makes you appreciate it so much more yeah. when you are working. Because you are at the understanding that it can stop at any time. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? It's just why you treat every job like it's your last. Like, you enjoy it, you love it, you embrace it, and you immerse yourself in it. Yeah. I think that's, that's kind of what keeps us more grounded. Do you know I, what I mean? I, I treat really every job well. like it's my first as well, mate. I love it. I, I love being on set. Yeah, like I lo- sure. I'm like, this is. Do you know what I mean? I still yeah. get. Excited. Is that why you're still disrespecting runners? And <laughs> being an all round player. I've seen him. Yeah, yeah it's awful. awful. Yeah. I am not. I'm a lovely man. I've been told off before for being too nice on sets. I can't. Do you make your own tea? Yeah, and that's what I get it's told. Right. Off. I got told off once when we were doing one of this is England's because we came back from filming, yeah. and all the SAs, the background artists, were queuing up for the food. So I just got in the queue, and the third came over to me and was like go and get your dinner and I was like yeah I am I'm queuing up for it now she was like no 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 go, these are SA's gone and I was like no yeah. not one bit and she was like no it's okay because you've got to be back on set and I went yeah in an hour it'll same take you 10 minutes to, yeah, yeah same time as mate, these lot. I died. and she was she went mad at me like not went mad at me like she was like and I won it I was like I'm, look I'm not I'm not pushing in front of anyone. Fair I'm going to stand in the queue. Adam Nader, go get me a Wagamama's. <laughs> <laughs> no, I used to die when that happened. It's horrible. You know, again, I think that's that old council estate man. You know, when I still now, like, I'm working on something now. And for seem every programme, there's always new people who are doing running, I suppose because they started at the, at the start of their careers. Of course, yeah. And it's like, I meet new people on every single job, and the first thing you get asked when you come out of the car is, uh, do you want a coffee? Can I get you? I'm like, no! Yeah. I'm getting it myself. Like, yeah, I don't if you've got time, you get it myself. Yeah. And also because nine in ten times, the fucking tea is shit, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. If, you want, if you want a good cup of tea, you make it yourself. Then, yeah. Because you know how you like The it. only time where it's got a bit different is during, like, COVID and that, because there was a lot of, if you felt, did you film anything through, sort of, like, COVID or through yeah, the rules? Yeah. There was a lot of that, like, no, like, you can't, you can't go and get your breakfast. Like, I've got to go and get yeah. it and give it yeah. to you in your trailer. You've got to sit and eat in there. Or a table so long and there's two of you sat on each side. Yeah. Wild time Weird. that was, working yeah. during COVID. But I think it changed, like, I think it changed, like, you talk about, you know, um, the, the supporting artists having to queue up for the dinner and actors and crew would jump. I used to hate that, but now everyone gets a hot box because they sort of not brought that back anymore. No, everyone likes to work in lunch now, don't they? Yeah, yeah. days when you used to sit on, a, on an old bus. Yeah, yeah. yeah on a two-story bus. It's all like... like we used to sit on them all, like all, every single break that we had would all be on there. We got yeah. to all our like trailers, and we would never use. I still to this day think trailers are bullshit. Anyway, like, yeah, yeah. I just think they're a massive waste of money. Yeah, because yeah. you don't fucking sit in them really. Do no, you know what I mean, we got told off on um, this is England the film because it was a, it was one of the days. It's loads of times. <laughs> it was one of the days where um, it was like you at school, so there was a, a load of school kids, and obviously yeah. at the time we were like thirteen and fifteen, and. Um, so they did that so they had a bus for the essays like one of them double deckers where they at and then they had a bus for the actors 
and I think I was on set because I was being tutored. I wasn't filming that day, but you were obviously filming school things that day. So me and you would hang around at lunch times anyway. Yeah. So we went and yeah. sat on the bus with like a load of Laying kids our age. Thick, you know what I mean? Trying oh to yeah, flirting, trying to get numbers, <laughs> trying to get all that. I mean, yeah. No, no, it'd been it'd been MSN addies, yeah, trying yeah. to get MSN addies, <laughs> all that. All the yeah, it's like I'm number one on the call sheet. And we got told <laughs> off. We got yeah. they were like you can't sit on this bus. And we're like what? No, you have to go on that. Um, fuck off we have yeah, to go on that it's a bit bus. ridiculous like the whole yeah. separation side of it innit it's I, insane I just love the working lunches you don't have to have that pressure of going to sit in your... so isolating sitting in that winnie on your own mm. and you you know you, you'll know because you've been in a freeway like me he's fucking probably not but I mean, <laughs> I'm in a two banger baby exactly, yeah. <laughs> I aspire to be in a two way yeah. <laughs> I get a bit jealous two way yet no Andy I'm not <laughs> Oh, because I'm not, nice I'm not ones, a prick. <laughs> Mate, I am. I've just. I worked on a job recently, and there's like loads of. Obviously, the, the number ones, twos, and threes. They had all their their own trailers, and yeah. then there was like a section of like two bangers, and then there was like the three bangers. Um, and every time there was like someone wasn't in the two way trailers, I'd go to the AD truck. And be like, oh, can you jump in one of them? I've seen that. I've seen that she's not in for the next week. Can I jump in that? But I like to make myself at home. We yeah, was working yeah. over Christmas time, so like. In my trailer, I had like a little Christmas tree up. No. Yeah, man. Did you? Yeah, if you're there over Christmas in that course. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I've got try and make it and feel as homely as possible. Like, have a candle in there because some. I say that you don't really spend much time in them and are a waste of money, but mm. the, on the jobs it's where you do get to spend time in them, like, you, there's days when I've been bought in and sat there for 10 hours and not done yeah, anything. Yeah. So it's nice to have like a candle or a. I think, and especially on splits when you've got like an hour between day and night and mm. you sit down. I like that. But yeah, yeah I've definitely done the same thing. Yeah. yeah, but they're made out that like, I've not asked for the two way. Can I, you know? Yeah, <laughs> well, he's not in today. Like, <laughs> but I find the three ways more intimate anyway, more cozy. Yeah, <laughs> it's all good. I remember the, the the one time when we was doing this is England '86, I think it must have been because that's that's when we was all rebellious, and um, this is when everyone used to smoke loads of weed. And I remember Andy's probably going to kick off for me telling this story because he likes that he gets a bit worried. But um, we all once, and I think it was Joe Gilgan who got us into his trailer, and we was all sat there, and we, were, and we hotboxed one of the trailers. And Mark Herbert, the producer, had that day, like a competition had gone out mm. for like a day on set of This Is England, like a day in the life of This Is England. And um, there was a couple that came on, and we got a knock on the door, and we opened this trailer door. We <laughs> <laughs> smoke, Mark, we're all sat there like, oh, <laughs> And then Mark sat there, and he's like, obviously with his competition with us. But then I thought... If that's what want, you want if they want a day and this is England that's exactly what it was you know yeah. what I mean obviously now we're all mature adults and we don't partake in those sorts of things but we was kids man so yeah we used to we used to do all that but remember Mark Herbert the producer's face was just like oh god nice. <laughs> <laughs> I hate pooing in a winnie as well do you? yeah, yeah. Like, it's just especially the freeway you won't know Tom you know but I do know I hate, I've got this story on, on a series called Flack I'm not going to say the actors but there's two like one's Hollywood and one's no they're both Hollywood actually one's an Oscar winner and they're both execs on the job. And I, because I came from Manchester, I was there for a week, so they'd done the costume fittings in the morning, so they brought me in extra early. So I was like, okay, brilliant. Obviously, I like to wake up and then be able to go to the toilet. You know what I mean? I have three, four coffees, a couple of cigarettes, and boom, I'm ready. So I said to the second, I said, listen, um, just give me 15 minutes. I just need to go to my winning. You know what I mean? You know how you have the secret code yeah, of poo yeah, talk yeah. on... 10-1. Yeah, 10-1, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't tell ten, ten two yeah. minutes. Yeah, and then like, he would answer it over the radio. Uh, yeah. uh, Tom, I was just gone 10 like, <laughs> So I go back, I go back to my um, winning, and yeah. it's like... 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I sit on my toilet, I'm going, next minute, like, five minutes, some knock on the door, and I'm like, what? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, there's a knock again, I'm like, oh, for 
fuck's sake, so I quickly, you know, sort it out, flush it. The whole Winnie stunk of shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Open the door and Sam Neill's there and fucking the other person. And they're both like, oh, we just wanted to welcome you to the cast. Oh, no. Because both execs give me my little flask or whatever. And I'm like, oh. oh. And at the same time, I could watch Sam Neill. And he's literally smelling everything that's coming oh. out of the Winnie. And I'm like, I was dying inside. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, goodbye. But that's my story of um, Winnie Toilets. Yeah. I love that. We yeah. all used to shit in each other's trailers on This Is England, didn't we? Yeah. Like, whenever someone, like, say someone had annoyed us, we'd go into the trailer, leave a big log there, and then, <laughs> and then, and then not flush it. Oh. So, like, Perry Benson would get back to his trailer and there'd just be <laughs> King Kong's fingers sat King there. Kong's yeah. <laughs> what is it, though? Because actors do have, like, to talk about shit, though, don't they? Like, yeah. there's a few things actors like to talk about. Um, drugs and alcohol and their past experiences most mm. likely with it yeah shit and sex yeah and funnily enough which leads us into oh my underrated there you go thing. you just, yeah, did, you just did a little segue effect. there yeah, that's yeah, normally yeah. our job that's because I'm good I yeah you are you are better than you we might need job. a guest host soon yeah, well, there you go you're in after that you? tuna sandwich or something <laughs> yeah I think sex is overrated why yeah why because I suppose it comes down to people's relationship with sex I mean, I said it to Andy yesterday, and Andy was like, mm, I don't think so. I was like, maybe I'm just not really good at it. Or I've not had enough of it. Which I disagree with, because I had. I've had intimate relationships. But I've got another thing with relationships and the pressures of being in relationships. But for me, I always found that the, especially when I'm with a partner, is it's the excitement of having sex. The, you know, especially in the morning where you just have that little flirt before you go to work and you think, oh, tonight is the night we're going to, do you know what I mean? And it's that leading up of that excitement. But then actually... I don't know about the rest of you, but it was it was short lived for me. Like, do you oh, know what I mean? Really? So it was the excitement and the buzz. Or even when I was younger and you know, used to go out and used to find attractive people and used to have that chat and used to be dancing on the dance floor, knowing that it could lead to something else. The chase. The chase. But I think the chase can be quite seem quite predatorial. So it's not coming from a predatorial stance. No. It's coming from more of the enjoyment of the flirting, yeah, enjoying each other's company, it. finding yeah. good self-confidence as well. Yeah. yeah. Like See, some... I think that's like a mad thing like nowadays because we're all sort of a similar age as we've sort of discussed. But like I've 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 been in a, a, a relationship now for like, God, 12 years or so. So you don't have it anymore. <laughs> yeah. One, I don't have sex anymore. No, but um, like things like internet dating and stuff like that's completely alien to me. I don't yeah. know if you've dabbled <laughs> in that, George, or what, but like... Like, that kind of cuts all that out. Like, I enjoyed going out to a pub or a club or whatever, yeah. meeting someone, then meeting up a week later or whatever and just, you know, flirting, becoming friends and become, do you know what I mean? And then, you know, it progresses to that point or it doesn't. Like... Where nowadays, people just, like, literally message each other on, what's it called? Tinder? And they're like... Don't pretend yeah, you don't yeah. know what Tinder Fancy. is. I've never been on it. I've never been on it. It was well oh, no, before my time. Oh yeah, I know what it is. I just forgot the name of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I find that's that rare and all that now, isn't they? And all that shit. There's all right, kinds there's a few of them in there. Yeah. There's all specific ones as well. There's ones like X Forces. So like, if you were in the forces or you were in the forces, mm -hmm. you go on there's that. There's the actors one as well, isn't there? There's the one. Ray, that, Ray, is that, yeah, was yeah, that yeah, the one? Ray, Are you on there? I tried. I couldn't, I've got no game me on. I can't. Oh, is I can't, it? So you, yeah, oh, you okay. have to still message. But I find that Ray just a bit of a networking thing. <laughs> like, yeah, goodbye. <laughs> but like, even with Tinder and all the rest, I always found it really hard to. You, you know me. I'm severely dyslexic, so I can't text how I feel or I think. I'm quite blunt yeah. in texts because that's yeah. the only way well, I, think I can. You can come across like that on text anyway, can't it? Sometimes. Yeah. You can... 
Uh, so I don't like it. But I think I've been lost in terms of... Like, I'm 34, nearly 35, and still single. My longest relationship has probably been, like, two months. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. and I don't, I don't know why, but <clears throat> I've not been one... I don't know. Like, you talk about this thing about, oh, they've not found themselves, which is normally a term what you use with young people. But mm. actually, that's bollocks, because you can be finding yourself up until you die. Of course yeah. you I mean, you, you still are young life. as well. Like you say, you're only 34. Yes, that's. I am. It's not, that's not old, is it? Do you know well, what I mean? You've aged quite a bit, but that's probably because you've married and got kids. <laughs> like you know, a fine wine, me, mate. A fine wine. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. Like, um, it's just so much pressure. And I think that's still the, the key there is what you've just said is pressure. It is. There's a lot of pressure on, on the youth. Can we consider ourselves a youth? I don't think we can go that far. No, but you know <laughs> what I mean? On, on, young, on young people, there was a lot of pressure to get to a certain age and you, you know people are saying you need to have a house you need to be married have kids and all this and yeah. it's kind of like there's that there's there's, there's there's kind of a stigma to it in that do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. and it's that that needs wiping away because people are just sometimes happier by themselves yeah. or whether they want to go out and you know go on these dating websites and just have one night stands if that makes them happy then fair mm. play then well my mate had a kid at 55 and i just like well that's always the holding grace me thinking well yeah that's, I'm not too old yet, do you know what I mean? No, no, of course there's no, not. There's no, I mean, obviously the the clock ticks a little bit more, unfortunately, if you're a lady, you know, there's mm-hmm. a certain yeah, age yeah. where it's a lot harder and sometimes impossible, which is, you know, um, isn't great. But for, for, for a man, like... It can be ta- but it's a culture aspect as well, because, like, most people who are, like, in, in, from the culture I'm back, which is predominantly a Muslim background, but Asian, South Asian or mm. Arab, is like they're usually, you know, married by 21, 22 when they've come out of uni. Did you ever have, because I know... I was asked at one time. Was you? Yeah, I was going to because yeah. I know, like, because you, you had that especially a little bit when you were younger, don't you? I know yeah. you don't mind me saying, but, like, I remember, like, in college, didn't you have to sort of say that you were doing a, a different degree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were pretending to, to be, like, a doc a, on a doctor's... No, business course. A business was. course. Yeah, yeah. When he wow. wasn't, he was dressing up in drag with me and yeah, doing, yeah. like, Frickney Opera and all that yeah. stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah, telling me whoever it was I'm doing a business <laughs> course. I hope they know now. Oh, yeah, they all know now. <laughs> you <laughs> turn up on Ridley and they're like, fucking hell. Yeah, no, they know, they know now. They know. Yeah, they've, known, they've known since I went to drama school. <clears throat> yeah, obviously, they're going to at some point. But, that, yeah, so, like, obviously, I remember you feeling that as not necessarily uh, you know cultural pressure but i know like that was a, a family thing yeah but is there a certain <clears throat> cultural pressure there then for, oh. for, you, for you as a muslim man to be married Still at a young now. age like you know there's not a week what doesn't go by when my mum asks me oh have you found anyone yet you know could you get them like well no i'm not mind your business <laughs> do you know what i mean like i've stopped that 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 cycle of what you know relatives have gone through and you know, uh, I've seen my sister, I've got nephew and nieces, and my nephew's coming up to 16. And there's that constant pressure of him now being, you know, oh yeah, you know, he's yeah, going to go to uni, he's going to get married. And I'm like, you'll get married if he fucking wants to get married. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, I, I broke that cycle in my family, you know, but I'm probably lucky because I'm mixed heritage. So there was some other influence in my life which helped me have that decision. But um, but yeah, there's still, my mum's still got it instilled in her. She's asking me weekly. Oh, you're not mm. found anyone like that. Fucking hell, I'm alone. <laughs> 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 not going to do if you keep asking. And now I'm going to find anyone because of you. <laughs> no, no, yeah. So yeah, there's, there was that. But then also like, you know, there was, I, well, I, I won't speak it up on here, but you, you know me personally, Andy. And there's obviously other things about, you know, me, what I was trying to figure out. And yeah, me actually living a lie when I was younger and... Um, you know, not telling people what I was doing in terms of what where I wanted to be in my career, and pretend that was on business degree, and you know, having to live juggle that lie and having to yeah. undress from my blacks coming off the you know one nine seven bus and quickly nipping into the farmers' arms pubs so I could take off my blacks and put on my that. jeans. Yeah, uh, yeah, because we had to wear tracksuits, didn't we? Basically yeah, yeah, yeah. in college, so you wouldn't wear that at business school. It wouldn't, would you? it wouldn't lie, you know. 
Uh, but my mum's always had, because I got into acting when my dad died when mm. I was eight through drama therapy. So it actually landed by accident because I was quite a troubled boy in school. So therefore, it felt like the only way I could survive was... It sounds really cliche, doesn't it? No, it's no, fine. It's the only way I could have an outlet. Still yeah, now, yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. um, So it felt right to me, but obviously my mum knew that I was exposed to it at an early age because she, she used to pick me up from the drama therapy sessions, you know. So, but I, I don't think it came as a surprise. But yeah, living a lie for a long time, I'd mm. say, until I was 21. With the acting, with the oh, acting, wow, yeah, until I went to drama school. Wow, that's interesting. And are, are they proud of you now of what you do? Oh yeah, they love it. Yeah, they love it. See, that's the thing, yeah. isn't it? That's the thing. If you were kind of, you know, trying to make it in London and doing the odd little fringe show and stuff like that, they'd probably be like, "Come on, George, get a, like like well with the relationship now, get a get a real job yeah, and all yeah. that." But the mm. fact that you're doing, you know, some great TV, some not so great TV. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about just ever so quickly what you I two were talking? Love it. What you two were talking about off camera just a minute. Ago. So yeah, so, for so the, don't expose me like that. For the, for the viewers a out there, we were just chatting. So obviously, like I say, me and George have known each other since we were sixteen. We love each other. We're dear friends, um, but we have a very Tom and Jerry style relationship. Yeah, um, he's jealous of that. <laughs> my looks. That's so basically, George was in a. It was a great. Uh, ITV That's show not called Riddler. That's not what he said. Overselling it now. That is not what he said. Stop acting like a nice guy. George was in a TV show called Riddler, and basically, did you like when... that TV show, Andy? It was alright. <laughs> I said that earlier. It was alright. What episode was your favourite, Andy? Uh, I got halfway through episode two, ah. so one. Um, <laughs> no, it was a good show. And basically, <laughs> no, where this joke comes from? If you fucking let me get to it. Uh, basically, um, obviously, after Ridley finished, then uh, I was in a, another ITV show called uh, The Walking, and there was a, a review in one of the newspapers that said uh, it, it was singing the praises of The Walking, obviously, Stephen Gray and myself, um, and it said, like, The Walking is that good. It almost lets me forgive ITV for making Riddler. Um, oh, I, I printed that it off the next day and I wanted to give him. Humiliated me to feel that <laughs> big oh, on the camera. I hate you. I in hate which, you. what was your reply? What you said to and him? No, I'm not going to say anything. I just, like, the only thing I'd say, <laughs> say is. Say the well, fucking loyal Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we got better viewing figures. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I love it. But the thing is, though, like, that, that's the thing, though, because, like, that, that's what spurs me on, like, through college, me and George, um, he wouldn't admit, he no. wouldn't see it now, but me and George were very much the bigger lads. We had a fair few big lads in our college years. Yeah, but me and you. But me and you were quite yeah. big, but we were openly like, we'd call each other fat, and it just, it, it's always been that relationship with me and you where still now. we slag each other off, but yeah, we, yeah. we genuinely... Yeah, I think that's healthy though, you have that yeah. sort of, I think some of my closest friends are the people that I'm most ruthless to. Yeah. yeah. You know I mean? If I ring him, he answers the phone, hello fatter, yeah. and that's like, sweet, okay, hello, I can't hey. call him that anymore because he's lost loads of I'm weight. I've not put weight on, and you've lost loads of weight, but you've also put weight on. <laughs> <laughs> So we're both Is that like a backhanded back compliment there. <laughs> yeah. Give it, take it, give it, take it. So we're both square one. Fucking okey cokey comments. So we're both back at square one, Andy, but it's okay. You it's know. all right, we'll There's get there. Time. We'll get the, there. The, the, the thing is, is you've both got great ITV dramas under your belts. Yeah. Mm, and you both yeah. should be very. The shit bad. thing is, the belts don't fit anymore. It's <laughs> gone to cartoons now. Hey, don't mock them. What cartoons. is it? Do your voice for the cartoons. No, yeah, go on. I am not a performing monkey. Go on, I'll pay you for it. No. I auditioned for it as well. Get it? Did you did not? Did you audition no. for it? Yeah, for, for carrot. Part? Oh, for carrot. Hmm. Ah, nice. I did okay. not get this. This is wild. good part as well. What are you talking about? Oh, you mate. watched Super Potato? Of course I haven't. I've oh. read the book for my little boy, but I haven't watched it. So I play the character of Chili. Yeah, that's exactly the reason I, I won't watch it. I can see you as a Chili, Andy. Actually. <laughs> yeah. 
Go yeah. on, show us. Your... I base it on my three-year-old because he's got a, he's got a hot temper. Like a, obviously he's a chiller. Yeah. So he's got like you know. Go on, do the he's voice. kind of talking like this. I am not happy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I get honestly. I went and recorded some the other day. You come out looking like. Oh a mate, I've not recorded some for a little while because the series <laughs> finished. But then we, we've started doing some radio ones now. And I literally, I was in there on Monday this week, so two days ago, and my head was killing. Really? Oh, because because I, I, what I did, and he take my glasses off for this. So he bo- he boils up because he's like he's a chiller, so the steam rises. Oh yeah. So in one of my first things, I was like, it'd be really funny if he like actually bubbles up. Mm. So the director was like, what do you mean? So I was like, well, when he gets angry, instead of going, eh, if he goes. Like that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> which was great. Paid for that. Which is great once. But now it's in every recording session a couple of times. Oh you li- I literally come out with a mental headache. That's and the there's the social Why don't you quick. just get like a, a sky voiceover like me? It's loads easier. <laughs> yeah. All you've got to do is believe it better. I think he's quite... I think that's the best I've ever seen you, Andy, those kind of impressions. Cheers, mate. Yeah. Thank you. Playing a chili pepper on I can CBBs. It's very, I like how you put all the depth in there as well. There was yeah. a lot of a lot of a lot of work went into Alright, mate, boring, moving you know, on. Go on. I wanted to play in there uh, Scottish at first. <laughs> You're overselling it now. You get it? And then you play chili on the fucking whatever it's called. <laughs> Super potato available yeah. on CBBs. Is this oh podcast about promoting your own fucking career Pretty as well. much. Yeah, I like the way you said that it was the biggest show on CBBs, knowing for a fact that it wasn't. Do you know what I mean? It's one of. One off. Yeah, yeah. Not nothing's said, beaten Blue. So Have you watched Blue? Never. No. I've watched many so of Blueies, but I've never watched Blue. <laughs> is this your? So I used to always bump into Andy at auditions. Right. Yeah. This is where we're going to get answers. So we auditioned for this fucking what's it called again? That car in there does. Super, Super potato. Super potato. So I didn't tell him that I was going for that, and then when he got it, I was a little bit gutted inside because he gave me flashbacks of when we were younger and always used to be in the room together. Yeah, we bumped into we bumped into each other for was it bad education? Has he told you how much he gets paid for this super potato thing? Is it good money? Oh my god, yeah. Is it? It will knock you over, mate. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, he always says how good it is. <laughs> really? Is it good money? <laughs> I'm not disclosing my personal financials on it. Oh, I don't fault you. I don't fault you. Who's What's your he... voice agent? Get me in touch. You with him? I got you in touch. You signed with him? Oh, yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. Thanks for that, Andy. That was really nice of you. I'm surprised you actually done that because you're so fucking evil. <laughs> <laughs> always wanted me to fail you got that audition because yeah. of, no you probably got yeah that exactly before. you probably got that before you've only been with oh no through covid one i got you with, with suits it was very handy during covid actually yeah the yeah. voiceover stuff yeah, Man, yeah i love the voiceover stuff it's brilliant like yeah, it's good but it's a great i i enjoy it like i've lucky enough to do a couple of cartoons now and they're my favorite thing but i did um i did a uh i don't know if i can say what it is i did a radio style drama of a very popular science fiction show um recently and that was good fun yeah that was i'm a big fan of that science fiction show yeah well. yeah is it doctor who? good fun cannot confirm nor deny if it's doctor who right okay Ooh. Ooh. that's quite mm. i think yeah, um the, the voiceover stuff's just like it's so in and out and dead easy isn't it yeah it is yeah. easy especially doing your wardrobe as well yeah remember that time you in your wardrobe yeah, great. remember that time yeah. you'd, you'd been doing a few voiceovers <laughs> once and we've done it to each other loads of times like i remember walking into a hotel in london and then hearing his voice going dairy leaf eat the fun and he, <laughs> he texted me and I, and I rang him and i was like i've just heard your voice on the radio on the tv and he went 
they only paid me until September. So he rang his agent and was like, oh yeah, we've invoiced for another X amount of money. I was like, well, Brilliant. you owe me money then, and otherwise you never would have known. Yeah, I think that was through COVID again, and it was about four years since it, he'd done the it advert. Easy could have been, yeah. And they just obviously went, well, we need a daily advert, put that one back on. Those big dough, those big... <clears throat> Did you do an audio book yet? Uh, yeah, I don't like it. Mine really boring, boring now, aren't they? Yeah. They're long. Yeah, yeah long, mate. I'm not a big fan of reading out loud. Like, like, like... Like obviously scripts and that are basically say, that's our job. Your job, yeah. I like books. Like, do you know what I mean? I get I'm very stumbly <laughs> with books and stuff. Like, I read with the kids at night, mm. and I'm, I stumble a bit there. I don't know why. If I do daft voices and that, it's fine. But like when you're trying to, like, if you're doing an audio book, I found it. I was stumble. I was adding words. So yeah, taking yeah, yeah, words yeah. away, missing ands and stuff. Do like that. the the kids like your um, super potato? I bet the suckers. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they really enjoy it. Yeah, it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So what is it? Is it like one episode <clears throat> a week? Do they like religiously watch it or? I I play a BBC I play of like <clears throat> dropped and dropped a load, drop chop it on in batches. It's right. on it's on CBBS every day. Do they like, get you to do the voice? Yeah, sometimes, but my character's not in the books. You see, ah, he added okay. him in. Have you but seen? I always do the voices. We've got. Have you ever? Have you got? Um, with your little one, have you got that Oi Frog, Oi Cat? No. Brilliant book series. Right. Um, and I've got three voices that I do for the cat, the dog, and the frog. Nice, I like yeah. that. Yeah. And have you that. seen that video of um, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, and his daughter? And oh, he's yeah. he's saying to her like, "I'm Maui from Moana," mm. and she's like, "No, you're not, Daddy. No, you're not." And he's like, yes, I am. Yeah. And so like, he ends up and he does the rap. Have you seen it? No, no. Oh, mate, it's cute. mate, it's oh, so that's adorable. Cute. That's yeah, cute. but she doesn't believe that her daddy is Maui yeah, from yeah. Moana. <clears throat> that's cute. Yeah. It's I like that we're having that with our kids, and George had it with his family. <laughs> we, our kids are going. Is that you? <laughs> his mum's going. You didn't do a fucking business, did you? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> You're in. <laughs> You're in that? You're fucking lying bastard, yeah. <laughs> Different dialogue as well. Yours is sweet and cute. Mine's just toxic and fucking... Anyway. So but going your back kids to... are fucking sick of hearing about Super Potato, though, aren't they? Uh, a little bit. My eldest got to come and have a... Have a uh, I couldn't get childcare for a, one session, so she came and, like, had Dave, like, in the recording booth and nice. stuff, like, watching how it was all made. Yeah. Which was nice, but then I kind of felt like I was sort of... Ruining the destroying dream. a childhood in a little way because it was like, oh, we're gonna go Disneyland soon, and then she's like, but none of that's real, Dad. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, there's that well, element of going, save yourself oh, yeah. five grand, mate. Oh, no. So yeah, 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 yeah. kind of self. No, you love a bit of Disneyland, you know? Yeah, I always love see you on Disneyland. Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. Told you, mate. Oh, super, super, super potato, cash it in. Super potato pays well. <laughs> yeah. You get free tickets to Disneyland as well. Me and Mickey are like that. Oh, I love you, Andy. Do you, do you ever get free tickets to CBeebies Land? Now you're on CBeebies' biggest show. I've not yet, but Alton Towers, if you're watching, I'm, I'm available to come and go on the, the <laughs> well, You're on, on CBeebies' biggest show. They haven't, got a, they haven't got any in Rides there yet. They will uh, do that, I reckon. Do you reckon they'll have a, a chilli ride? Anyway, this is George's podcast. Sorry. Yeah, well, We've turned it on to Andy for all the time. I'm he's, sick of it. I don't know anything yeah. about it. Slagging off sex. <laughs> you know. I know I like sex. Well, you think it's overrated? Well, no, it's, I suppose that's the thing. It can be overrated yeah, and it yeah. can be still I much prefer the, the stuff before sex. And that's not just, you know, um, uh, f- pissing about of each other. That's I think it's a chase. It's not even, not even a chase. It's the thought of it and, and the drive through the day knowing that possibly... It could come out. It could, could, yeah, yeah. The excitement of, oh, are we, are we not? That's when we're in a relationship. Is it, oh, we're going to do it? You know, that's... But then the opposite side of that when it doesn't happen... It's horrible, isn't it? You're like, oh, yeah, but then you live I thought it was going to be today. But then, yeah, you yeah. Live another day. It's the like, chase oh, continues. It's like winning the lottery, isn't it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's that so weird. Me. When you said about the subject, I was like, well, it's hard. It's difficult for me to talk about 
because I've I've been with my wife now for like fourteen years or something. Mm. So like, and Andy's just touched on it a minute ago when he said about like dating or like using Tinder and things. I've never really been on a date in my life. Really? Not really, because mm. I was with my ex from fourteen to eighteen. So then I got with my now wife like when I was eighteen. So we've never really done the dating aspect of yeah, it. It's yeah. kind of like it just happened. Do you know what I mean? Well, when he said about oh well, I don't. But then I thought, well, sex to you is going to be completely different than it is to me. Yeah, we make love. Yes, that's yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. It is, and I think that's the thing. Yeah. Like for me, like again, I get what you mean because when I was younger, you know, you'd have like one night stands. You'd have you know, small, quick relationships and stuff like that. Yeah. But then, yeah, like, the, the, there is there is a point sometimes, well, a lot of the time, like, when, when I have sex now with my wife, where it's just, it is making love. Like, that, that that's a that's a phrase for sex, you know, making love or sex or coitus or whatever, but, like... Coitus. Coitus. Um, <laughs> coitus. The, 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 like, making love and sex are two very different things, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes yeah. we'll have sex. Sometimes we'll make love. Yeah. What about drunk sex though? That's the great. That's the best, isn't it? <clears throat> I have had drunk sex. I didn't like it. Oh, well done. Really? You. Yeah, I did. Yes, I, I have like had. It. Oh my god, yes. it's my favourite. Really? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. Well, I'm not a fan of. Did al- he go well, wrong? I'm a fan of alcohol, but not a fan of alcohol. Right. I'd like to speak about alcohol. Yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. Take it away. It's my podcast. I'm being not yours. Yeah, alcohol. Yeah. yeah. It was since we've spoke about fucking sex and alcohol. Alcohol for me is a, a bit like sex. It's overrated because it costs you when you drink. You don't think it's brilliant at the time, but then it can cost you. Especially now we're getting older, it costs yeah. you so much. Yeah, not financially, but you mean just like well, mentally? Well, it does financially, mentally, financially, in terms of your time. Yeah. So, like, if I drink now, I'm written off for two days. Yeah, and even if that's three pints or eight, yeah. I'm written off. There's a, there's going to be a downfall to your mental health, downfall into your finances because you think you're mega rich when you start drinking. Yeah, be the big person and oh, go yeah. cash. Oh, well, you know what I'm like. I used to I used to do that every every time I got a job, I'd go into my local and I'd be like, right, who's having shit? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and then the next day, I'd be like, oh, I'll just put like four hundred quid behind a the bar there. Yeah, like. yeah. So um, I think those two things together are probably not a great idea because they're both just overrated. Yeah, yeah. I I get like that now with alcohol. The older I get, it's kind of like it's almost not worth it. But then I think without alcohol, and I'm not I'm not glorifying it in any way. But for me personally. Like the amount of good times I've had, yeah. Mm. Well, it's being out, and not just not just because of the alcohol, but like being out and having fun, and you sort of like you you free you let yourself go a little bit more, and then I don't know. I just feel like I've had so many great memories whilst I've been drunk, just as many being sober. But I think yeah. without without like a festival wouldn't be a festival without alcohol. It yeah. just wouldn't be it's the same. Ha- yeah. Have you ever tried that? Have you ever tried? Because I, I did it a few years back. I was sort of, I I I, I was struggling. With, with drinking not not to like you know I wasn't like an alcoholic or anything like it was what I was drinking basically yeah. I started drinking gin and my my reaction to gin um, is it makes me depressed so it made yeah. me a horrible person for a little bit I was very depressed very uh, what's the word paranoid yeah. and um, it just didn't make me a night anyway so I tried to just give up outright okay I'm not going to drink for a bit I'm just going to drop it but then I don't know going out and not having a drink. I, I'm very over conscious. Then it depends who you're out with. I think you can go out with <laughs> with a certain group of people and not drink and be fine with that. But yeah. then you go out with a different group of people and just be like, "There's no way I can I can 
you know, manage a whole night out with these people and not drinking mm. because they're just. I think people who are drunk are quite intense and they're quite in your face and quite loud. So if you're not drinking, then yeah. it can be a bit like. For me, I'm co- I'm conscious. I'm like, oh, I want to go and dance, but I can't really dance. It's about, I think it's about breaking that cycle, though. Again, like you know, it's part of our development that we go to the pub and we have a drink. We've yeah. done it since we were young, so therefore it becomes habitual to us. I'm speaking like a psychologist now. I, I it's all right. The glasses like sell it. You like yeah. the glasses, don't you? Very Freudian. Yeah, that's very theatrical, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it's about breaking that cycle because yeah. I suppose those good times. I'm talking to them like I don't drink, <laughs> but I am in that mindset now of thinking maybe I have like when I met you the other week in the theatre, I was sober. Everyone was drinking around me because I I've come to the mindset now. It's those good times what you were talking about in the pub are still there. Yeah, of course, yeah, they're still yeah. there. Well, it's the alcohol what magnifies <clears throat> it, yeah. but actually you can still participate in them and it won't cost you financially. It won't cost you in terms of depression, mm. you know. And you wake up the next and day and it's worth it. Yeah. It's like, because you're not, you're not yeah, yeah. And one of the things that got me over that was like, because like I say, I'm quite self-conscious. So, you know, we go to a pub, my wife would be drinking, I wouldn't be drinking. She'd be like, oh, should we go, we're all going to go and dance. And I'd be like, oh, I don't really want, but then I, in my head I'm going, oh, I don't want to stand up and dance because everyone will just think I'm, I look like an idiot. And then in my head I went, Andy, you're normally in here really drunk. I'm dancing on the table. Yeah. Sometimes you've took your top off. Like, if you're up there now having a little dance, no one's going to give a shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? This is probably the what you're thinking about. Seen, yeah. No one's going to look at you and go, oh, look at him dancing sober. No one gives the, a shit. No one Nobody gives knows. Shit. Like, that's the thing. But it's I think, like I your body. Knows. Like, I could never... I wouldn't be able to get myself up dancing if I was sober. But it's mm. just about, like, not wanting to. I don't think mine, mine doesn't stem from a, what everyone else is thinking, but it's just like, if I'm sober... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Over, I don't really feel like dancing. Yeah. Whereas if I've had a drink, I'm a bit more—I don't know—just a bit more loose. Well, what, what does it do? It just—it well, just—it just elevates you, doesn't it? It just it's, stops it's... all your inhibitions, doesn't it? Do you know mm. what I mean? Like in, inhibitions—is that the right word? Yeah. So like you, you like say when you sober, you the massive go, release of endorphins, oh, isn't there? Yeah. Well, I think that's what it is. Yeah. And adrenaline and all these. Yeah, it's an adrenaline, isn't it? It's just—I don't know. But I, th- I do think, like you say, like you know. It, there are obviously people out there who, who who struggle with it, you know. Um, but if you know, with alcohol, like 
if you know with anything alcohol drug like certain drugs stuff like that like you know in moderation as long as you're kind of you're okay with them it can be fine you know yeah. like yeah. i i do now like on a friday evening normally my mum will have my two girls yeah um and we'll me and my wife are like nip to tesco or the local shop and i'll get a couple of cans of like bitter i drink bitter now um because i'm a bitter man um but i'll get a couple of cans and, and i'll buy four cans but i'll probably drink too. Yeah. See, I drinking at home. I've never understood. No. I haven't until what's COVID changed it for me. But and what's it just, the point? I don't get because the point th that's the thing. Like, I'm not. I think that that's when people are. What's the point? It's like, are you drinking to get drunk, or are you drinking because, I, like, for me, everyone laughs because I'm like, oh, I really love bitter. I enjoy the taste of it. Like, I, I actually during I got a taste for bitter about two months before Boris said you had to stay in your house, and now bitter out of the cans, not the greatest. Off. A, off a draft, it's like, oh, it's like heaven. What does it taste like? It's just yeah, I don't malty and, oh, it's nice. It's nice. It's not like, la yeah. lager's really gassy, isn't it? And if you yeah. drink too much, you're like bloated, we're bitter. It's not It's not gassy. It's just smooth. Like, I like John Smith's. It's a very smooth kind oh, of drink. But during COVID, obviously, because, like, you, you couldn't go thinking. Well. I smoke a pipe. I have some slippers. Um, but, like, yeah, through COVID, like, like yeah, I got into kind of drinking at home, but I'm not drinking to get drunk. Yeah. So that's the point. Is that I'm not drinking it because I want to get plastered in my living room or yeah. whatever. I'm drinking it because I quite enjoy the taste. And I've ooh. never, I've lived in my house for <clears throat> probably eight years, and I've never sat and watched the telly and had a beer, not once. No. Really? I've just it's just something I've never ever thought about doing because I associate having a drink with going out and letting loose and just having fun, being loud, being annoying, having a dance. And just, yeah, where he's sitting at home, I just don't think it, I don't know, I just don't, so I just, yeah, it's just never hand. really been. No, I'm, I'm the same, I just, I wouldn't want to drink at home, but I think I, my affiliation is when you, well, I, I've changed my mindset on alcohol now, when, when I'm going out to celebrate and go out and, you know, I want, because let's, be, we do like to get pissed. So yeah, let's go with that affiliation, we're going out, but if I go to the theatre now, or on holiday especially, I don't drink so I want to enjoy my holiday. I want to go walking and mm. see what's mm. about. Not be there hungover and just thinking yeah. about when's my next bit or when I can go to bed. Um, and even sometimes when I go out now for the purpose of going to the pub with my mates, I use that placebo effect and have Guinness Zero or like yeah, alcohol yeah, zero. Yeah. And mm. I you, you hear a lot more. Yeah, yeah. yeah more I intrigued. think having kids did that for me. It's like <clears throat> we've just been on holiday and we didn't drink and we had such a good time. Yeah, yeah. And like you say, you don't wake up in the morning feeling like shit and like you can't be asked to do anything. Yeah. You wake up feeling fresh and it's just, just an all-round better feeling. <clears throat> I, I'm enjoying now the older I get and I do think that's from having a kid is like on a weekend... I'll get to the point where I've had four or five pints and I'm feeling a bit squiffy, then I'll go, right, okay, well, I'll take myself home now. Mm. And I'm getting really good at that. And then waking up on a Sunday and being able to take my little boy walking or yeah. going to the beach with him or doing anything, just having fun with him, which I think alcohol, like you said, on the next day can have that knock-on effect. Right, you are. <clears throat> exactly. And that's the thing, like you said there before, like, as you get older, it gets worse. Like, I remember being 18, 19, going out, drinking, getting up the next day, being fine like not bothered at all and my older people going oh it'll get you when you're older and you're like nah yeah. mate I must be immune do you ever remember your first hangover no, oh I mate remember I remember mine time. I was filming some pilot for BBC and we'd all gone out all the cast and we'd got really drunk and I was staying in this hotel and it was like back in the day before they started putting 
plugs so you can charge your phone next. You know some of them hotels that don't have plugs yeah. next yeah, you to your bed? So I had to room. plug it on the other side of the room. So obviously, like, set me alarm, like, filming the next day. It must have been, like, six. Set me alarm. I woke up. Fine. My alarm's beeping. I got up to go to the other side of the room, and it literally felt like someone had just ran at me with a baseball bat. I, I, I think I sat down for a minute and was like, what is... I, I still, to this day, don't really this? get them that bad. Oh, I only get them, like... I, I think an hangover is only as bad as you let yourself feel like yeah. if, you wake up yeah. in the, if you wake up in the morning and go oh I feel like shit I'm just going to mong all day get some greasy food and just sit whereas if you get up and go right like on a Sunday I love taking taking my little boy swimming mm. you know if I've had a few drinks I'll take him swimming bosh get in the pool you're out and you're sound mm. and it's it, you're not just sitting around feeling sorry for yourself yeah. all day I think yeah. that's making the, the most of your day making the most of your day and like being active yeah, instead yeah. of just sitting and just, just like you say, melting into the sofa all day. It's just. That's what I mean. I, I mean, especially because you know the famous day is Friday when you all go and get pissed, but then your your weekend's gone. And then Monday you're going back to being working mm. again. But mm. I remember the first time I got pissed was at drama school because I started drinking when I was twenty one. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it was in first year. I think it was a World Cup or the Euros. We all went to the footage on Oxford Road, and there was quite a big drinking year. And at that time, male masculinity was at its forefront. You know, boys were all like, "Yeah, let's yeah, go to the pub and watch football." Uh, but we were quite a good year. We quite we had really powerful humans in our year, so everyone went together. And I got fucking. I just, I just there was something that clicked in my head and thought, oh fuck this, because I've not been exposed to alcohol because of my upbringing. Of I got the pint and fucking downed it. And then I had about, I think it was about five or six. And then my mate Louise Laurie and um, Majid Medazadi, who's an actor as well, had to take me back to student halls because just couldn't stop crying wow. i got well emotional with it wow. and I, yeah like it was just like it was just crying over nothing it was, <clears throat> it was so bizarre and then the next morning when i woke up oh my god i couldn't move really yeah was like, was that your first time drinking? that was my first time do you and think do, oh. do you still drink do you drink much now or yeah i have three phases now so like i do drink now not every day probably once a week i'm trying to phase it now to just twice a month mm-hmm. um and you know but i still go out I still yeah. go to the theatre. I still go out, and, you know, on a Friday and Saturday and meet my mates. But I just try and switch it up now and go for dinner. Mm. Yeah, you yeah, know, and yeah, sit and yeah. actually have conversations. Do you think that might stem from that first experience of it though? Uh, just that, that when you said the first time you got leverage. You no, like... because I went to London after that and done quite a lot of plays in London, and I just found that quite toxic in terms of alcoholism because. You know, theatres in London, you know, people do a show and then they go to the bar. And that's the pattern what people have, yeah. Yeah. you know, all year round. Same and with filming, isn't it? Most people are, oh, should we go and have a drink after film? It is, yeah, but I think people have got better. Yeah, it's only, I think that's only a younger generation. I, uh, I think that was only a younger generation thing. Mm. I think now as an adult, I don't think, I, I, I never drink if I'm working. If I'm working mm. the day after, I will never drink. Yeah, now. I've yeah. stopped. And I think much. a lot of actors are now like that, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. I think it's becoming <coughs> diluted out. Mm. Isn't it? Yeah, you, know, you can't get away um, with it anymore. Well, I, th- I think the <laughs> pandemic changed it. Because people think? were people were having to Healthy. film, but not allowed to socialise afterwards. Yeah, yeah. You know, I very much like doing jobs now, and especially if you're in apartments. Oh, I'll cook tonight. Yeah, like that. Do oh, like I a little fucking love it. Come dine with me. Yeah, yeah mate. So it's like private. It's intimate. Like, um, and there's no pressure. Like people can just be themselves. And actually, it's not about the booze. We all talk about work because obviously mm. we have to stay connected. But then we bring our personal lives in, and we cook good food. Mm. But for me, drinking is just not good to mental health. You know, do I, you think going to the drinking just interesting what you said then because like, cause I, I had a different sort of upbringing like alcohol wasn't ever really kind of like I remember you know being on holiday at probably about 10 
and my mum like letting me have like half a bottle of hooch mm. with my cousin or something like that. Do you think like that might have because obviously you just said like you first time you really had a drink was like twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that kind of changed it because then you kind of got a? Did you feel like you had to kind of get it out of your system? Then? Absolutely. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like me at twenty one, I dad. You know, I mean, I wasn't drinking from 10. I probably started drinking at like 15, drinking yeah. in the parks with friends and then going to the pub at, say, 17, 18. Yeah. So by the time I was 21, I was probably, well, yeah, I got my wife at 21, so I was kind of sort of winding it down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. God, I've, I've seen you night. in Sankey's in Manchester probably. Well, God, not all the way wind down. Never with top off. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but do, so, but do you think... God, that... you, you put such a barrier up for this podcast, it's mental. <laughs> Honestly, running around hey. in Milan, half naked. That's what I mean. Do you know People what I mean? I give them Italians what they want. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> People need to Milan hear what Milan fashion week. Imagine you tight like Yeah, but do, so do you feel like you had to get it all out of your system at yeah, that I, age because you'd not done it? No, I think yeah, no, I think absolutely. <clears throat> I think it was just like a late development. As you, you you probably talked about being on the field at fifteen and sixteen mm. drinking Lamborghini, you probably still do now. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you get the chance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> spinning round. <laughs> I was going to say drinking it spinning. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a mad I never, time. So I think it was. I think it was a new thing. So I went through a phase of like, oh my god, I've got to give this a go. Yeah, yeah, and I did. But now well, it's because every it's it's sort of. It was it's, it's English British culture, isn't it? From yeah. from a young age, for everyone to go down to the parks and have a drink and do this and do, and it was sort of like it was, it was almost expected of most of kids my age around where I lived. It was like if you want joining in with everyone, everyone you were sort of an outcast if you yeah. like. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But uh, George was that outcast. I was yeah. that. But <laughs> I think it sounds like George made sensible choices. He did. Yes, he did. I did. Be Andy. like George. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Andy. This is finally somebody who I've met who agrees with me. Andy. I I understand it fully. Yeah. I could yeah, teach you a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think just going back to what you said about. Um, because in the industry, you know, there's a lot of people who struggle, struggle with alcoholism, and they're not just in our industry, in every industry. Like, you'd be so surprised. But I, I was exposed from a young age from, with, to, to people who had drink problems and drug problems. Mm. And I think that, for me, I used that for myself in a selfish way, if you like. Like, I, I can, I've gotten to a point where I've been drinking a bit too much. And then you use these people as examples who are around you who struggled with alcoholism. Yeah. And you can almost go, well, it, it almost as a... Use them as an example and go. Well, you can look where they are yeah. and look look at their struggle, and it almost just sort of balanced me out, mm-hmm. if you like. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's yeah. kind of I used that at a young age to make sure I didn't go down that path. And mm-hmm. I think the thing is with alcohol and, and drugs is you've got to have a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And you said it earlier on. You've got a you use it recreationally, and, and you can build a yeah. relationship and a trust. And if you can use it recreationally, then that's fine. But mm-hmm. I think. Like I say, sometimes it can get a bit out of hand. Yeah. And I think yeah. for us as actors, if we sit and drink at home every night, I think there's a problem there. Because we don't earn it as such. No. And actually, it just become, when we're out of work, that would become quite a... Yeah. That's dangerous. When you yeah, well, at what point do you feel like throughout the day that you've earned a beer? I'm like, yeah. if I haven't done anything, I can't go, right, I can have a, I'm going to have a beer at six o'clock, or yeah. sit and wait for an acceptable time to have a drink, because you've not really done anything... Mm. Work-wise, or interbeer, yeah, as, yeah, yeah. as you like. Do you know what I mean? But I think, um, yeah, I just think it can be a dangerous game when you're drinking every day at home. Oh, absolutely, and and um, that's good that it's become like observant that you're seeing people and using them as an influence to go. Actually, I don't want that in mm-hmm. my life. Mine was really um, what started it for me was the weight loss. Cause I used to be 24 stone. Wow. And actually, when wow. I when I started when I lost 12 stone, 
yeah, I put, I put another two stone on, but that was a pandemic. Everyone fucking put weight on during yeah, the pandemic. Man. Fucking hell. But How post, did you lose all that weight? The postman put weight off during the pandemic. <laughs> How did you manage to lose all that weight? Just through diet, just lifestyle Dieting, changes? Dieting, yeah, more. I'd say, like, I've gone back to PT now, and I have a great PT. Um, but he's the one who changed the mindset on alcoholism for me, which I'll get to. But, yeah, I just, purely through diet. 90% was diet for me. Yeah. Changed calorie counting. Work doesn't work for everybody, though, but it worked for yeah, me. Yeah, um, You know, going on a high-protein diet and just watching what I was putting into my body. Um, but, you know, like, in terms of drinking now... I'm able to say actually no in terms of earning it. If I'm, I'm, I'm on what seventeen hundred calories a day for my body. You know that's what I've yeah. been fucking scouting to make say that's lose, what I need uh, yeah. to go into deficit. But if I'm going out on Friday, you know, in two weeks' time, I'll start to save hundred calories a day. Yeah, so yeah, can, you know, you know, yeah, yeah right, that okay. controls it a bit more when you go actually I've not earned it. Yeah, I need to earn it that way psychologically. Where it's not gonna throw weight on my body you know or, or into my arteries you know yeah and cause me to go in surplus and put weight on you know yeah, but you can do that you can save your calories or you can do go in a calorie deficit from monday to friday yeah and you could i don't know say you can accumulate you've saved if you if you wanted to say 300 calories a day or whatever you can get to a weekend you can do that in a night <coughs> easier yeah. so all the weird uh, i found pints, that, yeah, i do that I, I work hard through the week with my exercise and calories then i get to a friday and saturday and just chuck it all well, back it, in my body yeah. again so I'm never going to get anywhere, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like... And those couple of weekends you do go in surplus, you'll start to drop some kilos. Yeah, of course Quite you smart, are. the body, really, when you think about it. Isn't yeah, it? of course it is, yeah. But, I mean, that's <laughs> not... It sounded like a fucking doctor from a bed. Quite to smart, the body, really. There's a really good it? podcast which you should listen to with Stephen Bartlett. Have you seen oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. professor. The CEO, the director. Yeah, 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 there's one was one way. He's got this professor of... I think he's, he's a professor in nutrition, and he talks quite cleverly about the body and how scientifically you know he actually disagrees with calorie counting mm. really um, yeah he said well he said you should calorie count but everyone's different you need to get your body scanned to see to what figure out yeah, 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 what yeah, your yeah. people think do generalize it where you actually need to go on a scanner and see what you weigh and all that <clears throat> kind of stuff and what wow. fat and muscle mass you have rather than putting your details into a computer you mm. need to know your muscle mass and all that kind of stuff yeah and your fat mass and uh, your fucking artery fat and all that shit yeah. anyway uh, but that's a really good podcast. Yeah, it's interesting. Cheers for advertising of a podcast. It's probably better than yours, Andy. Yeah, I think it's interesting that. But that's not to say that people who are working, you know, digging up the M62 or mm. people who are, you know, working in the pissing rain all day, mm. they want to get home and have a beer. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I get that. Because there's been it. times when I've, when I've worked, you know, doing normal jobs, working in factories or doing this, and it does get to the end of the day and you think, oh, pop to the pub for one pint. Yeah. And if because you've earned that beer, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do yeah. get that, but yeah, like and stuff. Like people, especially when I'm not in work, I'm like, I you don't you don't deserve a beer. You've not yeah. yeah, but then you know, like it depends, then doesn't it? Because then you're putting a pressure on of like, oh, I can only drink when I deserve it. When I've worked, like I mine on a Friday, I'm like, oh, okay, not got the kids tonight. Me and my wife. I guess as chill. a parent, you do earn a beer. Yeah, you go, oh right, okay, I'm gonna have a can or two. Do you know what I mean? Don't put. I, I think putting the pressure on and then going, I only deserve it when I'm working. Yeah, but again, oh. I guess it's 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 an individual it's, yeah. it's an individual thing, and it? it's like that that's my way of stopping me from drinking throughout the week. Yeah, no, yeah, fair play. You've not done anything today, Tomo. All right, you might have gone and gone to the gym, or you know, you've you've done this or done that. I just feel like I haven't I haven't done anything that warrants me having a beer, and that and that works yeah, for me. Yeah. Like you said, everybody's body's different. Everybody's but, different. There's no yeah. generic way. Isn't there? But then that works for everything, like smoking and things like that. It's yeah. Yeah, everyone feels like they. You know, you can earn these sorts of things by doing different things throughout the day. Do you know yeah. What I, mean? I yeah. think you should definitely try and go out, though, and not drink. I've tried it. Yeah, I've tried it. Fucking actor, just, you know, 
Pretend. pretend you're having yeah, a good time. Yeah, pretend you're having a good time. You will have a good time. Can you yeah. act drunk? I find that dead hard, mate. And oh. I've done it a lot, but I find it so hard. It is. Yeah. Have you ever done to do it? Um, mainly on This Is England, but yeah, we, yeah, we yeah, was yeah, always same. pissed. Yeah, so we never pretended. Dad dancing comes yeah, out. Yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or then I always, like, start I'm not to swearing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, but I don't it's... talk like that when I'm drunk. I don't, do I? Uh, but back, I don't know, but back in the day, though, they used to not mind if you did drink. I remember one of my first jobs, and there was real champagne. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think they stopped it now. But we was like, oh. yeah, rightly. So I think, I think, like you say, it's um, they can't, they can't obviously promote promote it or yeah, encourage right. it. Right. We've worked on on. We drank a little bit on some of this in England, didn't we? You say a little bit, stuff, like but... we was levered. <laughs> Remember when we was doing that the scene with the in in the woods with the um, the pagan thing on? I think it was ninety. Yeah. Oh my god! Like I was levered. So like, basically, woke up from work with a hangover, and I'm like, was last night a night out? <clears throat> it, I don't. Know. It was. It was a night was scene. So we all knew that we were going to go and do it. It was night night yeah, first, yeah. night shoot. So we all got up in because we were staying in a hotel. And we were all like, so it was like me, you, soccer, Chanel, Danielle. There was a few of us, and we were like, "Should we have a, should we have a drink? Can we have a drink?" Like, uh, but then it, we turned. We were all in our early twenties, but we turned into teenagers. So we all then were like, "You know what? Fuck it, we're gonna drink." So we all went into the the shop below the hotel and bought like bottles of Fanta, bottles of Coke, yeah. and bottles of vodka, and like poured a bit away and poured it in, so we had like drinks. Weirdly, and then we were all just sunset with two litre vodka, yeah. <laughs> like it was normal. <laughs> but then we were like having little drinks and that on the way to set and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Again, this was at like five o'clock in the evening when we got picked up. And then we got to set, didn't we? And we'd had a, we'd had a couple of drinks, and um, but we were all on edge. Like, oh my God, like we're a bit tipsy here. And then we were starting to do this scene and Shane was like, yeah, so basically you're going to go in and, and he likes to shoot things real. So we shot that whole festival scene, like mm. hidden cameras. We wow. were just there having a party. And he was like, yeah, go down there and basically just enjoy yourselves. There's real pagans there. There's someone doing tarot cards. There's this, there's all that. Fire shows. Go, yeah, fire shows, all that. Go now. So it was all real. So it was yeah, all real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all, they weren't, they were essays, but they weren't essays. They were all like real pagan people and shit. Anyway, so he was like, go and enjoy yourselves. He was like, have any of you had a drink? So we all just went, Nah, nah. <laughs> and he went, literally got his radio, didn't he? And he went, can we get a couple of crates of beers for the cast, please? I want them to go and enjoy themselves like they're at a party. Yeah. He went, down and he went, we're all pretty pissed, Shane, to be honest with yeah. you. But yeah, let's have some more. <laughs> yeah, we had a little but it made it real, we, we didn't it? caravan in the corner and he said, just go in there and we've delabeled like 200 bottles of Budweiser for you. So I'll wow. just have a good night. So actually, we're not even good actors. We yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> so that sounds like a good job, doesn't it? I didn't act drunk. I now I could never drunk. do that now, I don't think. I think if they said, oh, you can have a drink, I'd be a bit like... But that, is that because you've matured into your profession, though? When you were kids, when you were more or less doing that, though, when you were young? Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. I'm just a little bit more... Like, I just think about things a bit more now. Mm. Which maybe is a good thing, maybe is a bad thing, I don't know. But I think if they said, right, go get pissed at, at work and you can do a scene, I'm just a bit like... I don't know. Well, you were that. Yeah. I suppose you were that. How long was you doing that? Like, when, how long? You were young when you were doing the film, though, weren't you? Well, we did. The oh, film you're not as kids. We film. didn't drink on the film. No, no we did the kids. next one after that. Like the series. So, so the film we we were like thirteen and fifteen, weren't we? Yeah. And then when we did the series, I was about nineteen, nearly twenty. I'm guessing you were just turned eighteen, weren't you? I was eight. I just turned eighteen when we did eighty six. Yeah. Right. And then, yeah, yeah the last one. So that's, I think I was like. That's 24. why I'm confused because we went to <clears throat> college when you just completed the film. Yeah. But then when it came out, I think I was like 80, 17, 18, 20, yeah. 18, yeah. Came out after we left college, I think. Or just Great during. film, that, though. 
Cheers, mate. Great part of like great British. I don't want to kiss his ass. So no, yeah. I'll, I'll embarrass it to you. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was the lead anyway. Yeah, just look just away. Andy, just look film. away. Yeah, I just thought it was great. Yeah. It's a great. It's like a British cult hit now, isn't it? Like it's gonna go down in history, isn't it? Oh, I, don't know. I remember oh. when he came. To, remember when he came to MMU, like, and the two boys in there was like, oh yeah, oh my god, he's from this thing. I was like, mate. Fucking nineteen. What do you know about this? Is England? Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's weird. Like, yeah, I find it weird that when like there's kids nowadays <clears> at the age of like 10, 11 going, oh, I've seen that film. I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> why are you watching that? Yeah. It's wild. Um, we anyway. Enough about us. But you said bef- before we came on that like you don't you you want massive on social media as well. Oh, I hate social media. I have a toxic relationship with social because I'm private on everything, and I just don't like. I've got this massive thing with privacy. And be, I had a full on meltdown like some years ago when I was supposed to go on a training course and you had to put in your passport thing. And you know, I, I hate the breach of my privacy, you know, details. Mm. And I just think social media and, and Instagram and Twitter, you're allowed to say the oh, yes, podcast is fucking out. Twitter, yeah, I don't know, I just don't want to, you know, anyway, fuck it, <laughs> edit that bit out. Um, um, it's just a breach of your privacy, isn't it? And it's such a pressure, like, I know. 99% of the people that I follow and follow me on social media and that's a choice because it's it's a private life and I think for us actors as well social media can then take you into into celebrityness and I've just spent and so much help your acting career though, well I, 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 I disagree yeah, yeah, well, yeah people it? do say that but I'd hate for me to get a job on the back of my on my I just it's not the kind of actor I want to be mm. and I, I'm I've got lots of friends who are profiled like all of us have in this room here and I just watch that they can't go to a restaurant and chill and, you know, they're, they're constantly conscious about, oh, God, you know, something's going to happen or someone's going to put something on social media and or mm. Instagram. Or if you put something, you can't be yourself on Instagram and Twitter. Mm. You always have to double think, oh, is somebody going to think the wrong thing about it? Or I can't put a picture of me pissed out of my head in a fucking bar or something because yeah. the sun or the mirror, I'm, I'm not at that stage, but I just, I always constantly think about that. I want I want to capture moments moment to, world, to be private with me. Sure. You know. But yeah, but do you not like I? Because there is that side of it, but then like I've I've got a Facebook account that is like I've I've probably got twenty friends on there, yeah. and they're the people that are like my closest friends and people who I've got an interest in knowing. Do you know you're on there, aren't you, mate? I'm you're not... on there, aren't you? There you go. Yeah, this everyone's on it. Every... Jamie's God, not. It's not that private. Really no, but <laughs> but what I'm saying is I find that handy for like like I I've got um uh a, a niece who's she should be 13 now but like she's putting things on there with her and her friends and yeah. I, I quite like seeing what she's doing is it yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean I, and I quite like seeing what um my, my family members who who don't live in Grimsby I like seeing what they're up to yeah. kind of there is a world in which you if you can, can manage it it's, it can be quite good do you know yeah what I, mean? I just think it frightens me I don't I don't really <clears throat> I don't I don't know yeah it's when you let it in a bit too much in it and then you know like you say people like I think it, I've always said this, like, it's crazy that, like, certain people are cast due to their uh, number of followers and stuff like that. But that's always been a thing. Yeah, I mean, in, in bums, terms of, like, on seats, yeah, like, yeah. you know, back in the day in Hollywood, if you've got, you know, James Dean or whoever yeah. the director is, like, they would have gone, well, James Dean's been in 20 magazines this, do you know what I mean, this month or whatever, like, cast him because he's, he's the favourite at the minute. And, yeah. You know, it's just, it's a way that... Well, Producers can use it as a metric now, can't they? Go, well, there's right. a lot of huge people in the industry that don't use social media as well, though. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But they, they've got some of that we haven't, they're good actors. But I don't like the status <laughs> of this. Yeah, but this all like, um, you know, I had this massive debate with this PR company when I finished a job. And I'm like, oh, right, you know, it's the first time I've engaged with PR. 
and they were like, uh, I didn't engage in anything that they asked me to do because I hate that. But they were saying like, oh, we need to get your accounts open so we can get you um, verified. Verified. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. what do you mean verified? And like blue tick spam. I was like, oh no, forget it. I'll keep it on lock. I'm not going to do that because I, yeah. I hate that that blue tick thing. And the pressure of people when you're an actor as well going, are you blue ticked on Instagram? Or it's like, what, what's that fucking matter? It means you get loads of free shit though. Does it? Yeah. Uh, you talk about experience. What have you got? What have you got? Oh, mate, some of them. Oh, yeah. Had some lo- loads of mint freebies. Really? Yeah. I think that's one of the main reasons I won't get rid of my Instagram because I get free shit on it. I love it. When it stops, would you get rid of it? Yeah, probably. What? You were going to get rid of our blue ticks on Twitter soon. I'm, I'm not on Twitter, Twitter, am I? Oh, right, yeah, so no, that's, no. That's, that's happening soon. So from the 1st of April which at the time of recording was a couple of days ago. Um, what, in, in... Elon, the, the new thing is anyone who's verified on Twitter, basically, you have to subscribe to Twitter Blue because it's starting to roll away your blue ticks. What, oh, so wow. even people who, like, <laughs> serve a business accounts, they yeah. need their blue tick for people to believe what yeah. they're... Yeah. So they can, they're was, not um, have a blue tick. So let's say, for instance... There was a big company the other day who said, like, we're not we're not going to pay for pay for it. Like So, so uh, let's say for argument's sake, uh, I don't know... 50 Cent is promoting his new album like if I could create an account as 50 Cent and it not be a real account and I can put anything I want on there but no one's going to believe that because it's not blue tick so is 50 Cent going to still have his blue tick no. so no unless he pays for it and then in that case you that's could, already a thing that sense. people can buy blue ticks now yeah 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 but the, that was the first step and now the next step is apparently from the 1st of April the legacy accounts what they're called so if you click on my if you click on my blue tick on Twitter it says this is a legacy account. This person may or may not be notable. Um, if you click on one that someone's paid for, it says this is a Twitter Blue account. Uh, this wow, person pays okay. for this. So then legacy accounts are slowly getting taken away. Well, I only noticed you having a blue tick when he made that thing. What? Well, <laughs> Dude, he started telling them Andy popped up with a blue tick. <laughs> <laughs> Mine yeah. is not paid for. <laughs> yeah. I think it is. It is. It is a good platform for people who want to share their. Yeah, you know, work. Things that are going yeah, on no, there. I, no, I, I've tried now personally to use mine more for work, as opposed to putting more personal life stuff on there. Yeah, I just don't know. I just don't. I suppose I don't know where it comes from. I don't. I don't know. I just don't. I don't like it. I, I'm, I'm thinking about deleting even my private accounts. Really? Yeah. I, so you say you're thinking about deleting them. What's stopping you? Because it's obviously something you've the connection about. to people ab- abroad, like who are what I say. Like what like, I was just saying. Yeah, there's yeah. that really. I've got family abroad. I've got friends now who live all over the place, and it's the only way I can actually get a capture of what they're doing without, you know. Uh, and what's making you think you want to delete it? Well, the fact that people who are on social media who are followed now but don't post anymore, then it makes me reach out to them and go, "Is everything cool? I was getting on." Is that yeah. not a nice thing though? Huh? That's a nice thing. It is. So then think to myself, "Well, why do I need it? Maybe I should just text people who I'm following more." Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And check in with them rather than getting a little capture of their life on Insta. But so I'm trying to basically bullshit you the answer. I actually don't know what's stopping <laughs> me. I suppose it's an addiction. Yeah. I, well, I, yeah. yeah. Social media—that is a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. That's why I deleted mine. Well, I took I took it off my phone. For that reason being is because if I'm sitting on my phone and I've got all these social media things, I can sit on that for hours. Whereas now I've just got my Instagram on my iPad, so if I need to post anything for work, I can just do that, put it down, and not think about it again for the rest of the day. Mm, that's do nice. you know what I mean? And uh, but that is just a because it it did become an addiction for me. Yeah. Well, phones are an addiction for Apple have just just completely took over our lives when you think about it, haven't yeah. they? Going on a different thing. But I listened to another podcast on... on Stop with, promoting No, but I'm not going to say the name. Podcasts. And they were basically talking about, with in terms of phones, 
like to wean yourself off it and have like two hours a day and one hour in the morning, one yeah. hour at night. And actually the psychology of putting your phone in a different room when you're giving it a rest, so it's not at reach or you're not looking at it. Mm. Weird, I'd like to just come away from a phone. Yeah, I've yeah. started doing this new thing to get me away from a phone. It's called my Xbox and it's really weird. What'd you do? Just play my Xbox for a bit. Really? <laughs> yeah, just got my it? Xbox. It's still, it's still substituting for something yeah. else. Yeah. But it is true. I'll be in the DMZ, but yeah. I will not be on Facebook. The, the second this podcast finishes, the chances are we will all jump on our phones. Yeah. Just to see yeah, what's yeah. going on. I know, I've thought of it a few times. Oh, who's messaged me? Yeah. I've had yeah, that yeah. little... It's like having a cigarette, isn't it? It's like... Oh. Yeah. But then again, part of our... And I don't know, I can't speak from any other kind of experience but like part of our lives our livelihood comes from that you're sat there now and your agent could have just messaged you with an offer yeah or yours could have yeah but that offer will still be there when you get home on your ipad yeah it will but like do you know what i mean like there there is that i know the the addiction obviously and and it's not the same for everybody because not everybody's in our industry but like i'll i'll see my agent ring and i'm still like oh you still got, oh, but what voice. you're doing is making an excuse yeah. for what is clearly an addiction, yeah. and that's what addicts do. They make yeah, excuses. Yeah, that's true. I am very much addicted to my, my mate Majid. Yeah, I text my mate Majid in London. Sometimes don't get back to me for eight hours. It says, oh, my phone was in the drawer. Like, how do, you, how do people yeah, do that? He's made it. My mate got, Majid. Yeah, yeah. But it changed for money. Are you sure done. Majid likes you? No, he's bad about that. Best man at his wedding. But yeah, like, sounds like Majid. Yeah, but he he's got all the blue ticks like. Hundreds of thousands of followers, but he, he doesn't care anymore. He's like, no, I, I, I want envy, to live life. I envy mm. that. I, like, I think that's a great. You way. don't know how he's got there, but he's done it. But I think Ed Sheeran did it together, didn't he? Ed Sheeran, he had a full year off his phone where he just didn't do anything. Because uh, I, not to drop names, but I worked with him during his yeah, just grab that during his um, phone sabbatical, if you like. And yeah, he was just like he just didn't have any any anything. He just he see. Said, I've never heard of this. Tomo told me. I just think it was his excuse not to give Tomo his number. <laughs> <laughs> Tomo's like really enjoyed working with you. Ed. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Can we swap? Oh man, yeah, I'm off my phone for a year doing yeah. a sabbatical. Well, I, I, Next thing he puts a video on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Well, I met this actress on one of the other jobs recently, and she was I think she's late sixties. And she has a phone, but one of those old brick phones. Mm. Oh, she yeah. has no email. She fucking had looks at the phone. I said, well, how do you know if you get email? She went, oh, I've just got my computer. Like, Yeah, that's old school, isn't it? Like, I couldn't wow. understand yeah. that now. Love to have that mindset. Yeah, I would. I would. Yeah. I remember that at the beginning, like beginning of our kind of right. acting. Like you'd have, you'd have to do that, go on your computer and that. But that soon disappeared, didn't it? Do you remember having to knock on? Knock on for people. Knock yeah, these kids won't do it anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. did that when I was on the way here. Not uh, no, well, I'd text you saying I'm here. I didn't ring a buzzer or anything. No on the doors. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, saying, yeah. Oh, I'm outside. You do that, don't you? Yeah. How we bang texts to each other. Like, I remember kids going to knock on friends. If they weren't in, you'd go back the next hour and you'd do it an hour yeah, and think yeah. until they fucking were in. Because it's, in a sense, free now, isn't it? Even like when we were kids with phones, like, texts would be like 20 odd P. Yeah. So if you had a tenner on your phone, yeah. you only had so many. Nowadays, you pay x amount a month and you can text as long as much as you want you wouldn't have texted me that if you were still on page you're going on the no. antenna someone made a, gr- a good point the other day and i don't know what your view on it is you know nowadays kids are watching ipads and yeah. as, as parents you try and make it as educational as possible and, yeah, yeah you know a lot of shows now can be made as educational shows but do you know when books first became a thing yeah do you reckon any parents was like they're spending far too much time reading 
Yeah. That can't be helpful. Like, no, what we do now, we say, they're spending far too much time on an iPad. Yeah. But that is just a modern day thing. Like, yeah. evolution would have People been... are moving on. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I had a chat with, um, a few years ago, I was at a, a party with my me, me mate's granddad, who, um, sadly not with us anymore, but just chatting to him at this party and um, all my mates, uh, nephews and nieces were all sat there on their iPads. And I was like, oh, don't like that. And he was like, what do you mean, lad? And I was like, they're just, they're not engaging. They're not at the party, are they? Like, I remember going to kids' parties, like part family parties as a kid and, you know, really just enjoying being there and seeing my family and all that. And he went, that's in your head, that. And I went, what do you mean? He went, I've seen, he went, I'm, I think he was like eight, like nearly 80 at the time. He went, I've seen your lot with Game Boys. I've seen my kids with whatever they had. And then he was me, you know, it is just the, it's just the next thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a lot more addictive, I, I imagine. Just it's a lot if... more, you know. I just wonder if like books are perceived as quite educational nowadays. And of course yeah. they are, but yeah, I just think it. I just think if back in the day before all technology, <clears throat> would parents have been saying, "Just saying you're reading that. too much." You read, and and now a modern day parent would say, "You can't read too much because yeah, yeah maybe." Do you know what I mean? Well, it's about adapting it. Like my Apple Watch, I don't have phones or messages on there. Oh really? It's just a watch and counts my my steps, and I can input my calorie stuff. But actually, it has. That's the only use it has now. I don't. I, you mean when people used to phone and you could feel it vibrating or oh, I texts? No, yeah. I take it away, man. It's in my phone. I constantly keep my phone on Do Not Disturb. That's when you try and call me. Yeah, I've seen that the other day. Was on Do Not yeah, Disturb. Yeah, yeah, because I, I don't want to talk about the agent thing. Sometimes my agent calls me. And I think sometimes she thinks I'm ghosting her. She's actually message going. Are you ghosting me? I'm like, no. I swear to God, I'm not. I can't. I don't want to be living in, in, in a state of anxiety thinking, oh, it's my phone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, especially when you go it for jobs. It sounds like you've taken it's a step towards that you could go without a phone. Yeah, yeah I want to. I do. I, I actually do. Obviously, in this society now, we can't. We need phones yeah. to work, everything like that. But I'd like to do a weekend fast at some point. Of Just go without a phone. Yeah, I think you should start one. I think me you should start. And, me and Charlotte go out phones. often. We'll go on a date night and leave our phones at home. Yeah. A bit more difficult now. We've got I was going to say, now we've got to do that. Yeah, yeah hard, a bit yeah. more difficult. But, you know, if you leave your <clears> kid with someone that you trust, you know, an hour or two away from your phone when you're... And when people you're used to it back in the day. If they really yeah. need you, they'll call the restaurant. Call what the restaurant, restaurant exactly. you go yeah. to? Yeah, if you're having a meal, there's no harm in leaving your phone in the car or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's like... But I mean, we we struggle now, say, of having a little. But there's no reason we can't. But we used to love that, just going out and just being present with each other instead of just being yeah, like, yeah. sitting on our phones. Because we both do it. We both sit on our phones all the that time. That do not disturb things weird as well. Because when I message you, it said George has got do not disturb turned on. Do, no, you, do you want to know if I am anyway? What's the point in that? I've got that switched off. No, it's, it asked me if I wanted to. It won't make any difference. Oh, to won't me. it? No, it'll just make the the message pop up. But I won't have to open it up. Right. But you right. can have like emergency, not emergency contacts, but you can have like, you yeah. can, so I can set, say if I'm out and about and I don't want anyone to bother me, I can just put it to Charlotte. Yeah. So she's the only person that will allow, allow to. Yeah, allow I've got that. My mum's the only person who can get through. Yeah. Single yeah. parent. Want my so if I time. need you, I've got to ring your mum. If you need me, Andy, you just have to wait in line. <laughs> what you've got to do is you've just got to put the bat signal. Yeah. yeah. The, the George energy. signal. George will see it yeah. and he will appear. Or just start being fucking nice to me and you'll have my attention. That's Andy. never going to happen. Yeah. No, that's never uh, but no, I'd like to do a fast. I'd like to actually one weekend go Friday, four o'clock, when work's finished or whatever it is, put my phone in the fucking drawer, give it to a mate and live a weekend without a fucking phone. Do it, mate. Yeah, yeah do, do it. it. So let us know how it we goes. Do it. Give yeah. me a call. <laughs> um, thank you for coming on, mate. Was that it's, it? Yeah, yeah, that's that's been over an hour, I reckon. Yeah. George um, is sat there going, Stephen but I'm just getting warmed up. <laughs> Stephen Graham got two hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I get a fucking hour and 18 minutes. Like, no, nice one, mate. Thank you for coming no, on. Great. Yeah, Enjoy appreciate it. it, mate. Cheers. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit kia.com to learn more. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.